Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. But you see, there are some things that it takes time for them to develop. For instance, if it's a financial need and you're expecting so much money by the first of the year, then they become principles that you have to put into practice over the period of the next two and a half months. Or as in the case of church work, of building Sunday school, and, uh, and progressing, you see, that's progressive. And so they become principles that have to be put into operation over a period of time. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagen continues his teaching, Faith Classics. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, Let's join Kenneth E. Hagen for today's message. And so I said every time I preach those two sermons, I seem uh, to be conscious in my spirit, to, to have the sense within me that the Holy Spirit is yet trying to get another message over to me, on another sermon, a sermon that will more or less complement these two sermons. And I said then, at times of prayer, you know, there are times when we pray that we just seem to be closer to the Lord at other times, more conscious of his presence and so on, and a greater anointing to pray, just like we have a greater anointing to preach at times, or a greater anointing to sing at times, or a greater anointing to witness at times. And at the times of greater anointing to pray, I said again and again, I've just come to the place that it seemed like I was just going to receive that message into my spirit, and somewhere or another I failed to get it. Now, I think I'm right. And if I am right, I wish you'd tell me so, and then I wish you'd give me that sermon. Well, he said to me, first, you are right. That my spirit, the Holy Spirit, has endeavored to get over to your spirit another sermon along that line, but you failed to pick it up. But he said, while I'm here, I'll do what you ask. I'll give you that sermon outline. Now get your pencil and paper and write it down. And I'll tell you, I started snatching and grabbing in a hurry and actually wrote it down with my eyes shut. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I usually keep paper or pencil or something handy because God talks to me sometimes, well, many times. Amen. And if you don't put things down, sometimes you let them get away from you. All preachers know that and some lay members. Well, anyway. He said, write down one, two, three, four. I wrote down one, two, three, four. So I knew I had four points. Now then, he said, before he ever began to give them to me, if anybody, anywhere, he said, will take these four steps, or will put these four principles into operation, they will always receive whatever they want from me or from God the Father. Now, I need to do a little explaining here because sometimes these are four steps that can be taken immediately and you can receive now. For instance, you could take the four steps to salvation, to healing, to the baptism of the Holy Ghost, are to victory and receive at this moment. But you see, there are some things that it takes time for them to develop. For instance, 
if it's a financial need and, and you're expecting so much money by the first of the year, then they become principles that you have to put into practice over the period of the next two and a half months. Or as in the case of church work, of building Sunday school and, uh, and progressing, you see, that's progressive. And so they become principles that have to be put into operation over a period of time. But thank God whether they are steps to be taken immediately or whether they are principles to be practiced over a period of time, you can have whatever you want or you can write your own ticket with God. I took my own cue from what he said and put my own title to my sermon, How to Write Your Own Ticket with God. Step number one. And I'll tell you, it's just simple, every one of them, that it seems foolish almost. But after all, Jesus, in all of his preaching, never did bring out anything very complicated. Did you notice that? He talked in terms that the, even the uneducated could understand it. Amen. He talked about uh, vineyards. Amen. And orchards and, and sheepfold and shepherds and so on. Isn't that true? and illustrated spiritual verities in such a simple way that the common people, because the people he preached to really didn't have the advantages of education that we have today, you know that. And so really, friends, God never did give anybody anything that was so complicated that it couldn't be understood. If it comes from the Father, it will be clear and concise, praise the Lord, and simple. Step number one, Say it. What is the first step that this woman made? What is the first thing that she did? Well, we read it to you. The 28th verse said, For she said, If I may but touch his clothes, I shall be whole. That's the first thing she did. Now the word said that somebody told her of Jesus, but that's not something she did, that's something someone else did. You see, there is a Godward side and there's a manward side to every battle, to every victory, to everything we receive from God. You have your part to play. There's something you must do. Now God's not going to fail, you know that. If there's any failure, it has to be on our part. And so if we'll see to it, that we do our part, we can be sure of an answer and can be sure of the victory. Yes, someone told her about Jesus. That's not something that she did. That's something someone else did. Now, you see, she knows about Jesus. She knows that he's healing people. She knows that he is a healer. Now, what's she going to do? What is her first step toward being healed? For she said... Jesus said, step number one, say it. Then in the vision that night, Christ said to me, positive or negative, it is up to you or up to the individual. According to what the individual says, that shall he receive. He said to me, this woman could have made a negative statement or confession instead of a positive. And that would have been what she would have received. He said to me, she could have said, there's no use for me to go. I've suffered so long. Twelve years I've been sick. All the best doctors have given up on my case. 
I'm spent all of my living. I'm nothing better, but rather grow worse. I have nothing to live for. I might as well go ahead and die. And he said if that had been what she would have said, that would have been what she would have received. But she did not speak negatively. She spoke positively. She said, for she said, if I may but touch his clothes, I shall be whole. Praise God. And it came to pass, for you can have what you say. You can write your own ticket with God. And the first step in writing your ticket with God is, say it. Now, friends, if you are defeated, let me say this. This is me talking now. Uh, that was what he said to me. I've already given you what he said. I'm going to elaborate a little bit on it myself. If you are defeated, you are defeated with your own lips. You have defeated yourself. You know, the Bible says in the book of Proverbs, the sixth chapter, the second verse, thou art snared with the words of thy mouth, or thou art taken captive with the words of thy mouth. If you are defeated, you're defeated with your own lips. One writer put it this way. You said that you could not. And the moment you said it, you were whipped. You said that you did not have faith. And doubt rose up like a giant and bound you. You talked failure and failure held you in bondage. And those words are well put, friends, because it's true. We as believers, as Christians should never talk defeat. We should never talk failure. You talk about your trials. You talk about your difficulties. You talk about your lack of faith. You talk about your lack of money. And faith will shrivel and dry up. But I'll tell you, bless God, if you'll talk about your lovely Heavenly Father, if you'll talk about the Word of God, if you'll talk about what He can do, your faith will grow by leaps and bounds. Now, if you confess sickness, it'll develop sickness in your system. If you talk about your doubts and your fears, your doubts and your fears will become stronger and they'll grow. If you confess the lack of finances, it'll stop the money from coming in. Now, that sounds strange. That sounds like a paradox. But it is, and it's the truth. I've proven that to be true. I've proven that to be true again and again. I remember a number of years ago, uh, in, in fact, way back about 1951, I, I was preaching uh, in, in, the, in the end of 1950 in a certain place, and, and I was dated after Christmas to go to a certain church. Uh, and so I, uh, uh, three nights, I wasn't able to sleep, and the Lord kept talking to me about not going to that place. And I kept arguing with him and said, Now, Lord, uh, I'm supposed to go there next. I'm going home for a few days for Christmas, about a week, and then the first Sunday after Christmas, I start a meeting there. And I might misput that, uh, that, that pastor. And, and then uh, the Lord just kept dealing with me, and finally he got down to brass tacks with me. And I said, Well, Lord, that's a large church, and it's right here in the wintertime, and they guarantee a man so much. And if more comes in, you get it, you see. But if it doesn't come in, you've got a guarantee of so much anyhow. And it's just pretty easy to coast sometimes, you know. And, and say, Lord, you know, I, I need that money. Uh, because it takes money to go in the wintertime. Expenses are up. 
and we're going through Christmas time, we're going to spend more. But anyway, he said, no, I don't want you to go there. And finally I said the third night, all right, Lord, I'll call that pastor tomorrow, and I'll tell him what you told me, and if he'll let me off the hook, I won't go there. But if he insists, I'll keep my word and go on. For one of the characteristics of a spiritual pilgrim is he that swears to his own hurt and changes not. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the DVD from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled Manifestations of the Glory of God. The next items are the CDs from the 2019 camp meeting. All four of the Hagen family have a CD in this offer. All of these items are for the special price of $26.95. That's $8 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema dot org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Craig Hagen and Denise Hagen Burns. Go to rhema.org. You can find out anything about our ministry. Rhema.org. You can watch our live stream. You can watch all that kind of stuff, whatever. Social media. Everyone's on social media now. Right. If you're not on social media, then you're not happening. Exactly. And so go to social media. Follow us. Our Rhema pages, Kenneth Hagin Ministry pages. Also, you can watch us on Facebook Live as, right. as well, which is, uh, you can watch us Rhema.tv, but Facebook Live is a little easier at least for right. me because I'm always on Facebook anyway. Make so. sure and check out our Instagram page because it just gives you information of what's going on all over campus. Amen. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his series, Faith Classics.